What is up, everybody? Timon here, and we're back with another podcast. Today, we're here with a very special guest. Our guest here today is a Twitch streamer with three—I mean, 37.5 thousand followers and the current Lord of Bosch, receiving his power from an ancient um, from an ancient book of Bosch with his power growing with every entry and piece it receives on a mission to save humanity from an impending doom that approaches. The savior of the world, Bosch Merchant. Wow, that's that's <laughs> some uh, some introduction. I was not expecting that, man. Thank you for the... Uh... Yeah, man, I had to do my research. Jeez, wow. Jesus. You don't really show a lot on your Twitch. No, well, Jesus, flattery is the... Uh, you know, flattery will get you everywhere with me. So thank you for that introduction, man. I feel like, uh, Jesus, wow, thank you. Yeah, man. Like my first question, Matt. What is the book of Bosch? Oh, you know what? It's actually a very, very um current contemporary question. You say this because I'm actually currently in the middle of a rebrand, so it's actually bringing the book of Bosch back. Um, so it's actually a pretty, pretty, pretty current question for my channel. And um, the book of Bosch is basically an old diary slash book I bought on Amazon. Um. Wait, it was a real. Oh, book? it's a real book, man. Oh, fuck yeah! Can we I, I swear? Can we? Oh, sorry about that, man. You what? I, I looked it up and I couldn't. No, the, well, no, 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 no. When I say it's a real book, it's not like based off anything outside of my channel. I invented the book of Bosch, but uh, it's no, we I have mean, a physical book. Yeah, man. You go into my uh, Discord and you can see like what I used to do. So wait, you made, the well, book? I bought the book on Amazon, but it looks old, man. It fits the bill. It's a leather, leather bound book. Um, like a diary completely empty. And, uh, we, uh, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. So when I, when I started on Twitch, I had this like story to try and separate myself from everybody. And one of my, I don't know, plugs slash gimmicks, if you will. um, was to have a book of Bosch, and uh, that was pretty much every. Can you imagine every single follower I got for the first seventeen thousand? I wrote into the book of Bosch. Every single sub, every single donation. After each stream, I would sit down and I would write everybody into the book of Bosch. What does the BM and the L stand for? The DM. BM. Oh, the BM is just Bosch Merchant. It's just the abbreviation. Um. Something short like a logo. Um, I don't know what, what was the second thing he said. Ly. Ly. Yeah, and it's something like pounds. Oh, uh, is the donations for that? But I- I'm looking in the book right now. Yeah. Like, so that the whole catch was if you if you wanted to join the book, uh, you know, you 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 follow the channel or you sub and you get your name in, and I would tweet out every page and I'd put every completed page in the Discord as well. So. That is what the Book of Bosch is. It was pretty much the origin of my channel. We kind of lost our way. When, once once I started into GTA RP, which I'm sure you'll get to at some stage in, the, mm. in this interview, once we got to GTA RP, I kind of stopped it because things just got a little bit out of hand and I, I just couldn't spend like three hours writing down names into a book anymore. You know? I couldn't people. do it, man. I legit, would, I, I legit have sat down and I have wrote for an hour and a half to two hours in the Book of Bosch. And that's not a lie in the past. Name after name after name. Because it's three rows on top, and it's at least, like, Bro. 20 yeah, yeah, So yeah. it's, like, 60, 60 each page, and you wrote Oh, minimum, over, minimum. You wrote 15 pages. Oh, way more than that. Way more than that. I, I would, 
I'm talking about like on the Discord. From what I see, it says page 15. And I think that's probably it, when I gave up. But it's way more numbers wise in on a page. You're talking a couple hundred anyway. Um, but yeah, it um, it got out of hand. So, but we're we're bringing it back. We're rebranding. It's 25, re- 25 going down. So that's how much is that? Seventy five, and then fifteen pages. So that's seventy five times fifteen. Twenty five factory two. I'm not doing this mentally because that's about to. I'm doing it mentally, but you're playing down. You're playing down <laughs> the, the 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 hyperbole I use for seventeen thousand. <laughs> One thousand one hundred twenty-five names. That is that is a lot. And that's down there only the pages I put in as well, because there are more pages that I didn't even. Uh... Yeah, because looking at the sub. Oh, bro, 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 bro. You're looking at the new age of Bosch. Okay, you need to scroll up. So that was the new chapter. There's another forty-nine pages of of names above that if you scroll up. So that was like the Old Testament and the New Testament. Oh, oh my yeah, God. Now, now we're, you see, oh, now we're talking, man. Yo, I, I couldn't imagine doing yeah, this every day. Well, we don't anymore. So, you know, it's done. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta hire somebody like one stream, just guys. Somebody, like, keep a number. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Not happening anymore, man. But, but we're bringing the book back, which is exciting. We're, we're in the middle of a rebrand, so that's going to be happening in the next week or two. I've already got a new logo down, and uh, we're going to relaunch it with a new theme as well. So that'll be exciting. Uh, you could pay your kids some salary for it. <laughs> well, she is. She's only five, but she is learning how to spell. So, uh, you know, some t- somehow I think I'd have to stand over her, which wouldn't be too entertaining for me, though. So, yeah. You know, come on, sweetie. Every name you see, you gotta oh, she, write in the book. She'd get through a name or two, and then she'd be off. She'd be looking for rewards or some cartoon would catch her interest. You're like, well, there goes the book, <laughs> <laughs> man. So, um, you hinted to it earlier uh, with the GTA Five RP. What led you into role play in the first place? Um. Um, so a little bit about my backstory on Twitch is uh, I started on Twitch about April 2018 is when I started on Twitch, I believe. And uh, five days after there you go. That was you were my inspiration, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, yeah. I, I actually I don't think about it. When did I start Twitch? I think uh, um, like 2017 or something like that. Or I started when I was like 14 because I remember I was talking a lot of trash with Taco and stuff like that, and we were playing games. <laughs> That's yeah. sta- sta- standard standard for taco in fairness, but um, I am, um, yeah, I I I I was aware of Twitch for a few years. I just never been on the platform. My my theory or my belief for Twitch was like, why would I, why would I ever watch somebody playing a computer game when I can play it myself? It's that kind of mentality for people who've never been on the platform. I don't know about it. I'm sure you hear it a lot from your friends. Like, why do you? What do you? Yeah, my yeah, dad. It's that it. generational um, thing. Like, um, I'm a bit older as well, so all my friends would still have that kind of mentality. Why would you watch someone play a game when you can just play it yourself? So that was kind of my mentality. And I got a game called Dark Souls Three. I'm sure you know the Dark Souls series. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I got an Xbox and I started playing it, and I just wanted to see. I want it was it, it's obviously a very challenging game, so I just wanted to see things that were being done in the game. And I originated on, I got onto a few YouTube videos and then I ended up going on to Twitch and I watched this guy called The Happy Hop, who is still my first ever subscribe, uh, my first subscription and follow on Twitch. And um, 
still my favorite streamer on Twitch to this day, even though I don't get to watch much of him anymore. But um, I watched him, and then it immediately clicked for me. You know, I saw the, the the community vibe, the interaction, the entertainment, the whole. You know, it just drew me in, and it's something that I thought, you know what, I could actually, I would love to do this. This is something I would love to try. So um, I started. Uh, I, I started a stream like. I went on and I got, I, I only had an Xbox now. So um, I bought a Kinect camera. And my first ever stream to Twitch was like me sitting on my coffee table for 40 minutes with the worst audio yes. you could ever imagine. Like a screen, <laughs> a, a cam about 20 meters away from me. And I was playing at Dark Souls. Um, <laughs> I watched I watched it back and I was so disgusted with the quality that I didn't stream again. Uh, I went out and I bought like a really, really bang average stock PC. I got all the peripherals. I got like a green screen uh, and I got box lights. So when I actually streamed for the first time again in two or three months, I got a capture card. I was streaming via capture card through my PC with an okay presentable setup. You know what I mean? Um, and that was what I did for that was what I did for a year over a year on Twitch, and then eventually, um, due to a lot of generosity from the community, my community, um, I managed to afford a, a pretty, pretty good PC, a high end PC. And as I was putting it together, the community were like, "You should 100% just check out GTORP. It's completely you." Um, I'm not, I, I'm not somebody who's ever PC really gamed before, so competitive shooters and yeah. stuff wouldn't really be my thing. As much as I enjoy them, and I'm not very good at them, so I don't know if people would ever watch you for that. Sounds, yeah, sounds yeah, yeah. So I, I gave GTA RP a, a, a go, and uh, I guess I haven't. I, it's pretty much been the only game I've streamed on, on Twitch since, to be honest. Well, you could have been like Rami, just been like funny while you play the game. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, th- I, that is the problem with Twitch, though, these days. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of people don't know where they fit in. A lot of people play first-person shooters and are only okay when if you actually look at the bigger picture, people go to watch first-person shooters. You're going to go and watch somebody of a high skill level, aren't you? Like, how long, realistically, are you going to watch somebody be a potato playing, you know, modern warfare? Even if he's funny, you know, he's like, oh, this guy's funny. Man, depending on how they are, like, Rami, I swear, like, this man... Valorant, no, but he's getting better. But at the same time, it's like, bro, this is so funny because like he'll maul, then like it'll just be like completely crazy because he'll be like, bro, I just want to. Yeah, but you're you're also seeing that from the perspective of him being an established streamer. Think about if he was an absolute nobody who just came in to start streaming, nobody would stick around and watch that. Um. Well, maybe a couple of people would, but you wouldn't. uh, You wouldn't see the traction you would as if. If you've got a character to you, if you're a funny person or an outgoing mm. person, um, people go to GTA RP to watch that. That's where they go to find. You're not going to go to GTA RP really to find like high skill levels. Well, even though there is that in GTA, I'm not going to go into that. But people generally, viewers mm. go to GTA to be entertained from a, a storytelling personality base. You know what I mean? As opposed to seeing like 40 kill, you know, 360 no look no scopes and stuff you, you, you know what i mean but bro, i just wiped the yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was 20v1 20v1 bro the whole p 
whole, whole PD, man. The whole Discord server PD. It just came on at once. And well, the, they're they're breaking the rules, man. They should only have eight. They should only have eight in that uh, in that situation. You, you should report their asses. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. If, like if the entire PD came on. Like I was thinking the other day, I was like, what if PD came on and they went against um like all the gangs? Like every gang could have all their members against the entire. Uh, entirety of PD, who would win? Oh, it's a no-brainer, but like, I mean, that's the PD would hundred percent lose. It's a numbers, ga- it's a numbers game. You I know, know what I mean? but... in a game like GTA, it, numbers are a huge, a huge factor in situational things. You know, obviously skill levels tops numbers, but if you've got more numbers, you've got already got a much better chance, and it's just the same with that, most things like that. All right, um, so. My next question is, when is Bosch going to join, like, a gang? Like, like an official gang? Because I know he's, like, CGA and stuff like that. But, like, when is he going to join a gang and be like, yo, this is my Yeah, time. you know, I've never – even since since I started in, 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 in GTA, I've never really been in a gang as such, you know? I've just never been that way inclined, even my playing style and stuff. Um, and I guess it's more of an OOC thing as well. Um, I kind of have this concept for me. Um, I've never, ever wanted, I personally have never, ever wanted to be in a gang and just row, row with people because they're in my gang. Do you understand? Um, I've always yeah. wanted my interactions and the company I keep to be really organic and feel properly, you know, natural. You know what I mean? Um, and mm-hmm. I suppose that's why I've stayed away from being in gangs as such. I also never like to be that person. I never want to be that person that somebody feels they need to give a call to because uh, they're in my gang or, you know what I mean, they're around. So I don't know. I don't know. A lot of people always say Anto should should start an Irish gang or whatever, but I, I think he's... Irish yeah, his character is more of a soldier, though. I think he's, he's not a leader. He's more of a soldier. Um, I'm happy to, uh, to follow people's leads. Do you know what I mean? Um Maybe another character yeah. down the line. Who knows? But uh, also, I, I I play Anto too SBSy. You know, I, I enjoy messing around too much. I don't know if I could ever be a serious, um, really serious leader with the Anto character. Um, it's just not how I like to play him. I like to just have fun with it. You know what I mean? Unless you get a group of people with SBS and like. You're the least like diagnosed. Yeah. I don't know, man. Everybody else is just sitting like, if there were, I mean, it appeals to me to do end level content and stuff like that. But I just, I just like having fun too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, would you ever? I would love to make a cop character. I I tried to uh, I tried to apply for DLC a while ago and got turned down. But I would love, yeah, I'd love to make a cop character. I'd like to make a, t- a cop character, uh, emphasis on the word character, because I, 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 and again, this is no disrespect to any of the PD or members in there, but I think what happens is a lot of people get kind of bogged down and become slaves to the whole SOP thing, and they don't like to think outside the box or do things that might get them fired. I would love to make a, a character, you know, something different, because I think too many, too many. PD members are kind of robotic in what they do and how they behave, and even the accents are very kind of same, same. You know, you could you could count on one hand 
the the amount of characters in PD with with even an accent. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying anybody has to to do an accent to be a good orp here. I'm not saying that at all. Uh, I just I just like to do a cop character, but do something different. You know what I mean? Like change change how you are. Like you yeah, exactly. Like a hundred percent. Um, you know, even if you bring up a coil. You bring up Francis and Soze, like one person playing completely different characters, but they're both characters as a cop. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. And completely exactly. different, like yeah, the way that they 100%. act. Like Francis, this goofy, all loving guy. Soze, hard stricken. Like he'll goof around sometimes, but at the bottom, of the, at the end of the day, he's like, yeah, he, he will goof around at your expense. You know what I mean? Um, yeah and yeah like yeah. That, that's what i mean even even kevin playing richardson recently you know just something different you know what i mean um i, I don't think yeah. enough characters are given chances in the pd you know what i mean um i don't know but it's it's, it's definitely a, a role i would love to play at some stage again my take on becoming a cop has always been i, I never wanted to enter or try and be a cop too soon because i didn't want to be bad at it you know what i mean i wanted to have my basic mechanics, mm-hmm. i.e., driving, shooting, and whatnot, um, to a certain level before I tried to become a cop. Um, you could have built yeah, your way up you do. Like, that. like as a cop, like the story behind it, you'd be like, "Bro, I need to like work with somebody, go to the shooting range, get better at being a cop." Like on my off days, like you could role play that, like coming off of work, like. I need to get better. Like I'm tired of being like the worst one. Like have like monologues and you know like push ups and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean anything. that's the glory yeah. of role play. You can pretty much do anything you want in terms of story arcs. Um, sticking to story arcs now is becoming less of a thing. Um, I think the server is becoming just more of a short <laughs> action, you know, um, short based story arc um, meta. Mm-hmm. Like the the days of really long slow burning arcing stories are becoming less, but uh it's still out there. You can definitely find it. We'll see what three brings as well. Yeah. Um Medi definitely does a good job of doing that. Um like in terms of like this his story coming from uh when he got his eye taken out and stuff, like him wearing the eye patch every day and um working to like try to change how he was and get his mind back. Yeah, many like, many many Medi's one of the best or peers on the server though, you know what I mean? You're talking about one of the best guys there, 100%. Mm-hmm. Cuz um like I have been wanting to get on RP for like so long. Um but I was I'm too young. And so and then even like when my birthday comes, I would only even have a PC. So whenever I am able to, like I have two characters I know for sure that I want to get on and um one of them is based off a book by Sister Soldier um named Midnight. I don't know no, if you know who he is or anything. All right. Um well he's this African like he was born in Africa. He came to America with his family and he starts off as like this like really calm and like peaceful child. And then when he moves into Brooklyn, New York or it was somewhere in New York, I forget. I don't, I'm not gonna say Brooklyn, but he was ended up having to fight people just to show them that Push they can't around. just yeah, pick yeah, on yeah. him and bully him and stuff. Yeah, and so he ended up turning into like this really stone cold gangster. Um, his name is Balalo Day, and so I was gonna try to create a character like him. It just wasn't going to be like the exact yeah, same. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'm starting off actor and stuff like that. 
but I did want a character named Balalo Day. And I was going to uh, start off with the accent and all that and uh, gradually try to get accustomed to living in America um, because I feel as though that's the best thing I could possibly do, you know? And so to be accepted by the people here and not be outcasted, I need to learn how to um, change my voice and speak a yeah, little I'll English, get you, I'll get you. you know? And um, I hope, like, because I don't really know all the rules and stuff like that. Is it a... Um, a language rule like can you yeah, not speak well, it's it, an uh, english server so you can't I, I don't i'm sure people talk but if you're i'm are you talking about sort of broken uh, another in, in broken terms yeah like broken like no broken you english. can do that like yeah, if, you'd be fine. Was, like fresh fresh off the boat you know i come fresh off the no, boat you'd be fine. The plane, and I, i'm sitting here like uh bowing uh I, I mean hello I, I mean hello i'm sorry um and so Something like that, where I'm just like constantly making mistakes in my English. Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, that's just playing a role. That's that's that's. Yeah, no, no. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, and then I also want to have like, um, I want to join uh, Grove Street. I want to be um, want to have a person named Sean King. And his whole story is like, he's going to start off just living in the neighborhood and, like, trying to be, like, a peaceful kid or whatever, and the gang life, like, probably getting shot up or robbed or whatever because it's bound to happen at some point. And he's like, bro, I, I need to defend myself. If I'm not no snitch. I'm not calling the cops. Um, stuff like that. Or even when he is robbed and the cops are he's just quiet the whole time. Like, I'm not telling you nothing. You know? I don't know, man, because my mind, it races from place to place. Like, have you ever had ideas of making, like, strange oh, characters? I have like, 100%. I have 100%. Man. I, I, I'm, I'm one of these people, though. I don't have the... Uh, I haven't had the focus to really dive off Anto for too long. You know what I mean? The problem The problem is, okay, um, with, with mm-hmm. GTA or P, is certainly when you've got an established kind of community or audience, when you play one character. When you play another character... um. Uh, now, unless you've got to a level where you've got a, a super supportive big community, when you play another character, when you're only a smaller up and coming uh, GTA or P Stringer, and um, people tend to to lose interest and watch something else, you know what I mean? So it can be discouraging playing new characters. Even though I love diversifying, I love trying new characters and doing things and trying accents. Even though I'm a one voice Andy at heart, um, I love trying it. You know what I mean? But the big problem for me is, uh, and it's pretty much why I don't do too much variety as well, um, Timon. Um, when you do variety, again, mm-hmm. unless you have that established audience um, from GTORP, it's a very specific thing people watch. If you go from GTORP to variety, you see a huge drop off in, in, in viewers, you know, and, um, 100%. And, uh, and uh, when you're trying to establish it, when you're still in, in, in a kind of building phase community-wise, you're trying to establish yourself as a streamer and make it a full-time gig. Um, these things can discourage you from trying, from being experimental. Do you get me? Um, yeah. Because um, one thing I've tried, because I've tried like doing experiments and stuff like that with my own channels. Like if in terms of like YouTube, I'll upload a video, and depending on how the numbers do, within like a week or something like that, it'll let me know. No, this is yeah, trial and error, 100%. You know? Know, I get you. You kind of almost put the feelers out to see what works. 
Because I had, um, I have a vlog channel now, so still kind of waiting for some stuff before I start back up to it um, this year. But the first, like, gaming video I uploaded, it wasn't really doing too good. And so it was either, it was my chance to see, would me doing gaming be good for the channel? And so... It answered my question with a well. Big I mean, fat it, it kind of <laughs> won't. The thing about the th- another thing about you know things like this content creation, YouTube, you know, podcasts. It's very rare you're going to see success over your first small period or trial or error. Generally speaking, people who get success or gain success in these fields, they're doing the same thing or similar things for a very long time, and it takes a long time to gain traction. There's obviously a couple of people who everybody hears about because you're always going to hear about somebody who gains overnight success, but you're never going to hear about the absolute millions of people who don't gain overnight success. So, you know, you only hear the success stories, so you think it's going to be a bit easier, so you get more disheartened when what you do isn't an overnight success, when the reality of it is, you know, most successful people in this field that you look at and see and the big names that you know, they've been doing this for five plus years minimum, you know what I mean? Mr. Beast 100%. Look at Ninja. Ninja was... That man literally doing... Uh, him and Ninja doing Twitch and then Beast doing yeah. YouTube Jacksepticeye. Right. They all grew with the platforms. And they like... all got in at the very start and they've grown with the platforms and the audiences as they grew. Um, and they are where, they are where they are now. Like, it's 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 a much different game now. If, like, and I'm not saying he wouldn't be successful because you can never know. But I guarantee you if Jacksepticeye started now... And he started when he started. So you give him a ten a ten year period from when he started versus a ten year period starting now till ten years time. I guarantee he'd be he'd be doing a lot better with the previous ten years. You know what I mean? Purely because of when he started. Yeah. What like I'm looking at timing's huge um, in this game. Like I'm looking at Beast right now. He started like uploading YouTube videos, or at least didn't delete them um, eight years ago. And so he didn't really get his break until like four yeah, years. Yeah, but ago. but then you also you you also <laughs> factor in the what? fact of when 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 did YouTube when did YouTube start? You know what I mean? YouTube YouTube looking here. Exactly. When did it go live? The first video went live. I'm thinking about 2007. Is that or is that too late? Um, YouTube started so founded in 2005. Yeah, there you go. Um. Google got it 2006. So you're talking 14 years in existence. Um, Chap Sector guy started around 2009, I think. When did you say Mr. B started? Um, Mr. B again. That's very ago. early in the kind of in the term of the the the, the, the platform growth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like these things take time. Essentially, is what I'm saying. And you should never get too disheartened at the start. Uh, I have a saying, you know, if somebody really wants it, they'll 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 make it happen. And um, whether that's sticking with it, finding a different way, you know, it is what it is. People people who give up on things, um, which is okay to give up on things, but when they give up on things, it's generally they don't they generally don't want what they think they want as much as they want it. You know what I mean? Uh, exactly. Like, uh, like I, I'm not gonna 
give up on like YouTube and stuff like that. Like I, I'm still trying to figure out if I'm a stream on Twitch or on YouTube because of the new Twitch policy with the um, with the okay. advocate. Or I I don't trust it because I'm like if Twitch doesn't do good for me, like I'm gonna have to stay on this platform because even as an associate, you can't stream on other platforms now. Which is crazy. Like you can't go over somewhere on YouTube. Like I'm streaming on Twitch because I'm able to get affiliate. I literally only have to put my credit card information on it, and then I'll be affiliate. But if I choose not to do that, or if I choose to do that, then I'm like, oh, let me go stream on YouTube. Like try to like build a following on my gaming channel or whatever. Yeah, I can't do that. You know, so I'm at a crossroads of like, do I? become affiliate so I could get paid on Twitch or do I just wait on YouTube and like set up stream elements and stuff like that and so if people want to donate they honestly, can like, I, mean, I would say I would honestly it, advise until you can get the time in your life to be consistent um, with a mm-hmm. platform particularly to commit to I, I think you should commit to all of them you know unless you're you have the ability to, to, to say right, I can stream five days a week at this time you know for this amount of hours unless you do Unless you're doing that in, in, in the streaming game, you're going to find it very hard to uh, to break out. It, that's just the way it goes. It's consistency. It's um, it's time in the game. You know, they're they're huge dictating factors in in, in someone's mm-hmm. success. Yeah, because um, I've I've done it and stuff like that. Like I, the longest I've tried to stream was. 24 hours, but since though, like I have a brother, I can't just stay on the game the entire time because it'd be his turn and stuff like that. The longest I've streamed, I think, was like four hours, and even then, like people were coming in and they was hanging out. Um, but like my biggest break was I want to say 2018 when I was streaming, and it, no, yeah, it was 2018 because I just deleted my um first YouTube channel and. I started doing my Twitch ventures and like in September or something like that. I started like growing like a really decent fan base, had like 30 viewers a stream, and then I got on punishment and downhill from there. So at the end of the day, it's just like I was my own worst enemy at the start. So it is nothing that the platform was doing. Like, oh, it's the platform, bro. It's holding me back, bro. It's not letting me go out and venture out and stuff like that. No, it, it was me getting in trouble and not doing what I needed to do to keep yeah, consistent. Yeah. You know? A lot of people fall into that trap. They don't understand. You know, it's consistency is so, it's so big. Because Twitch, I swear, it, it's one of the... It, it's an easy platform to grow on, but once you lose your hype, it's just... It's, it's a mental so thing. It's a mental thing as much as anything. Right. It's a pretty mentally grueling uh, place to exist because the thing with the thing with the thing with Twitch is there's nothing's guaranteed. You know what tomorrow brings um, is unknown. So that's why it's such a a mentally challenging place to exist because uh, you just don't know how it's going to be. You know what I mean? Uh, nothing's certain, um, and that's tough. That can be tough. You can be you can you can do really well one month and then the next month, you know, you could fluctuate down and uh it's it's tough staying up, staying uh you know, because naturally when you have a good stream, um it's very hard not to uh I'm not gonna say expect that kind of a standard of stream the next time, but that's now your your expectation to an extent, you know. 
Uh, and when your expectations, when things go below your expectations, yeah. uh, it can it can be tough, you know. Yeah, the one thing like I'm looking forward to while streaming is at least one viewer, at least like just to sit there and talk to because sitting or if I'm playing with friends, then I'll be good. But if I'm just sitting there by myself talking to myself, it'll drive me crazy. Yeah, not- you know, like nobody to sit there and interact with and it's just me sitting there like oh what's up everybody Timon here back another stream um and I'm doing outro and all that the entire stream just commentary nobody's watching and uh, and then I go to check the VOD nobody's seen the VOD so it's just like it it deterred me a little bit because I'm like I'm wasting all my energy but at the same time it's like one day yeah and the people the people who are prepared to work through that are the ones who are going to be successful there's a lot of people i know who who have tried streaming and quit because they realize it's a lot harder than what they anticipated you know they're they're used to watching people who are who have an audience and a community and are successful because that's what drag that's what brings you into twitch right and then you start yourself and you realize you know you have to create this community or a place for people to come first you know and uh a lot of people get very, you know, I don't know, despondent of the fact that it actually takes a lot of work, you know. And it's there's also, a, yeah, hey, like you're talking. just sitting there playing a yeah, game all day. There's bro. Also, How hard can it be, bro? Sitting there it's a skill as well, though. You hours. know, you know, some people just aren't made to be streamers or or entertainers, and that's also okay. But I feel like. A lot of people end, enter the streaming world, you know, expecting and thinking there's something. And the reality of it is they're probably not that designed, you know, to be a streamer, um, which, again, is OK. But I don't know. Having expectations, um, having legitimate expectations is very hard because everybody you obviously you engage in something or you start something with the aim to be the best or as successful as you can. And when that success doesn't come as quickly as you feel it should, or if you're not seeing the return for the energy you put in, I mean, it can be a very tough place to exist, you know? Very draining emotionally. Very draining. Very draining, 100%. Very isolating, very solitary existence streaming, you you know? Because you could sit one day and have 100 followers, and the next day you'd be like at zero. So it's... It's a catch and go type relationship with Twitch or even streaming in general. Like YouTube, when I um first had my first YouTube channel, streaming almost every day, if not like every weekend, because um school and stuff like that. I'd stream like every weekend and then growing the audience. I set goals um each year, um which I'm gonna make sure to do this year. Um, it just sucks with COVID because with vlogging and stuff like that, you can't really go outside and especially in the winter it's like i'm going outside to vlog and it's cold i'm going to freeze out here yeah yeah you know but again like i said and like we said it's the person who uh you know looks past those obstacles and if you want something enough you find a way and i firmly believe that you know what i mean because mm-hmm. it's it's a few things man it's a few things with just life in general, like you can't just stop and be like, well, you, I can't well, you can, anymore. but you're not going to succeed if you do. I can't, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm saying, like, 
like people have the mindset, yo, I can't do this anymore. It's too hard. But it's going to be a time like when I'm get when I get all my stuff edited out um, and sent to me and stuff like that because I'm having um, like intros and stuff done so I could like start doing things better with my YouTube and stuff like that. I'm going to end up most likely streaming back on Twitch and like having a proper schedule streaming for it. Oh, my bad. Streaming for at least two hours, two hours, 30 minutes. Um, and I just have to find the game that I'm a stream because variety starting off sucks. It doesn't work, in my opinion. Um, and so what I plan on doing is starting off and just streaming um, either UFC or, like, WWE or something like that. Like, something that'll get people like, oh, this person actually can be entertaining. Oh, I, I, I agree yeah. with the variety as well. Variety is a very hard thing to start off with on Twitch. You're like, bro, I thought this was a Sims video. Or Sims stream, bro. You thought playing UFC, bro. Why, why are you playing People Madden just like, right uh, you Countess. know, routine and consistency, you know? The, the, the toughest thing about Twitch is Making somebody, making you, making you part of somebody's routine, and that's why sticking to one game is such a better way to start off on Twitch because it's easier to to make yourself that consistent routine for somebody. You know what I mean? Coming back to watch the same game, similar content. If people like similar, same, same things. People don't really like, you know, trying different things. And I feel with variety, to, starting off of variety. Um, you can you can you you engage too many audiences, but lose them too quickly. You don't give give people a real chance to stick with you. You know. Yeah. Um. So the other guest just got here. Hey, excuse my tardiness. Yo, what's going on? Nothing much. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. And yourself? Yeah. I am great. Thank you for asking. Yeah, man. Um, so off the gaming topics. So uh, you posted a post the other day on Twitter. Um, it was about like two weeks ago, I think. But it was um, which player was you, bro? Which one was you? Because <laughs> oh, I've been trying to I, I answered that. I'm, I'm, I'm the uh, the Justin Timberlake looking motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's me with the bleach blonde hair. You the Wait, Eminem Stan video. That's me. Back row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me, yeah. You talking about Twitter? Yeah, yeah, that's me. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, me. I thought back, she was too over to the right. Back, uh, back middle, blonde hair. Dude, Why'd it was... It was Why'd you die here? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm, not, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an 80s... Well, I grew up in the 90s. So I'm a 90s kid, so it was the thing back then. You, you wouldn't know, man. You're too young. <laughs> Man. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Did yeah, you at least we, win we that were, game? Uh, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. Of course we did. Even with the dodgy hairstyle. <laughs> it, it was a tactic, man. It was blinding everybody on the field. Yeah. No, if nobody can see the um see the ball, this is this is A-OK, man. Even my own teammates. Nobody can see. I'm gonna just score all the points. I'm the MVP. 
Well, yeah, exactly. You know, you know, I was MVP anyway. So, you know, you're you're just asking silly questions now. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Ultimate tryhard, just like you know, solar flare off Dragon Ball Z. Just (laughs) it's the bleach hair instead. You know, bro, the sun reflecting. Y'all can't see this, bro. It's too bright. No, but realistically, how many points? Um, the specific game, I don't know. But we 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 won. That was the league that year. We won the league anyway, so we were we were decent. I've always been decent at sports, so we we've you know, mm. yeah, that was that was a decent team. Sports? Why didn't you stick with? It? Um, well, I did, man. I think you're you're forgetting. I'm I'm a bit older, dude. Uh, like I've I played a pretty good level of of, of sport, cricket and rugby, um, all the way up, um. I probably wasn't as serious about it as I should have because I enjoyed partying and shit too much in college. I was too much of a... I was that guy who just didn't take much too seriously when I was younger. Um, You know, preferred to party. Probably wasted a bit of talent from a sporting capacity. So, um, But I've played sport all my life. Sport's been a huge part of me. You know, sport sport is has been the most... Sport is the most strong part of me ahead of everything. Even though now I stream on Twitch and game... You know, sport would be ahead of gaming. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you ever tried like? Never, uh, but I've always, I've always been interested, but I've just never done it. Um, I've always been quite good. I I know my body quite well. I've always naturally been quite a good wrestler and stuff, but never really, never really done anything that way. Um, wouldn't mind taking up a martial art to be honest in later life now. So, you know, we'll see though. We'll see. Um, so have you seen since though you, um, you have like a license? Um, I didn't watch the Max Holloway fight, but I've read a lot of about it already. Um, yeah, I didn't watch it, but I heard he was very impressive. Very impressive is an understatement. He tripled his opponent's, um, strikes and ouch, he threw the most attempted strikes ever in the UFC, and I'm pretty sure in boxing as well. Like, he threw over 700 punches and landed uh, 400 of them. So, and he had like a 60% um, efficiency rate with his punches. And the dude he was fighting was apparently like a boxer. Yeah, Holloway Holloway is reaching his peak. He seems to be reaching his peak now. I think he's about 29. Is he about 29, 30? Yeah. I wonder when he's hitting his prime because at this point it's like if he was able to have like the start of John Jones, because John Jones, I feel like he started off good. I don't think he's like getting better. I think that was his peak and like people are just now starting to catch up with him like years later and with him training is like just refining those techniques and making them better. But I don't think he's he's himself getting better but Max. He's a beast. Like he started off when he was like eighteen or something like that. Um, in MMA, and has been working ever since. And the dude yeah, here's the thing. turns into a machine. Like, how do you go? Five here's the thing with people, though. You know what I mean? You talk about John Jones. John Jones was a freak when he when he came onto the scene. He was that guy who just had that natural ability, that build, that physique, everything. You know, um, I think it's been pretty well documented that he's had a lot of mm-hmm. demons in his life over the last you know, 10 years. Um, 
Yeah, and that plays that plays a part Drugs, in people's alcohol, progress, you know. Yeah. Holloway mightn't have had that. Holloway might just be a grafter where he's only starting to really grow into himself now. You know, everybody's path is different. What people have got going on in the background, you don't ever see or hear about. You just see them on a performance level in front of the camera. You know, the human side of, of athletes is often taken away because it's never told. But a lot of these people, you know, have issues at home, have like people I'm, I am sure a lot of people battle you know mental illness issues have you know addiction issues have like whatever is going on these Tony people Ferguson. are human you know they go through that as well um and i don't think that's ever given enough credit you know what i mean people just expect people to improve because they're an athlete and that's how you should go where people hit roadblocks in life you know what i mean and that happens and people regress because of those roadblocks so you, you just don't know you know Mm-hmm. Um, I got questions. I so, live in Dublin, Ireland. You yes, live in Dublin, correct. Right? Yes. When you were younger, did you ever hear about nah, the small little Conor McGregor walking around? Because I'm pretty sure, like, yeah, man. I mean, MMA is only a new enough right? thing. Um, in ter- honestly, and I'm I'm being so serious here. In terms of like the charisma and the character of Conor McGregor. Obviously, he's very good at what he does, and he's a salesman. He's obviously an incredible athlete as well. But you come to Dublin, you come, you go to where he's from, he, you'll find a hundred Conor McGregor's. And this is before Conor McGregor was even famous. You're like Conor, Conor, Conor McGregor is just like your stereotypical Dubliner. You know what I mean? He's like, I, I know hundreds of Conor McGregor's without knowing Conor McGregor before he was even famous. You know what I mean? So somebody well, maybe not, walking maybe, around maybe with not, that maybe, tat- maybe not the back tattoo, tattoo but with the attitude, with tattoo charisma. Right no, no, I'm talking about like if they no, have well, a frame and the same back tattoo and they. No, no, obviously again, not. Like right place, right Conor? time. But you, you know what I'm saying. From an Irish perspective, you know Conor McGregor isn't as unique mm-hmm. as people think in the Irish context. You know what I mean? But he's he's just somebody who who capitalized on being in the right place, the right time being exceptionally talented and uh, being able to sell himself very well. You know what I mean? He was something different, which I think was fresh. You know, people didn't know what to make of him because he was just so different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This little cocky prick, he's just coming around, standing, yeah, doing whatever, and then he's actually going out and knocking people out. Like, wait, so even... Even when you were young, first time I ever heard of Conor McGregor was when he started. I think when he was signed to UFC. In around there, yeah, Marcus Brimage, I think, was the first time I'd heard a little bit about him before the Brimage fight. But Brimage was the first time I saw him fight. You know, UFC Ultimate Fighting. It wasn't that big in Ireland, though. McGregor's Mm. put it on the map in Ireland. You know, it wasn't a big sport over here in the UK and Ireland at all. You only had a couple of fighters over here who'd be well-known Bisping probably. And I don't know who's the other guy, Hardy, Dan Hardy, isn't it? Dan Hardy is now a commentator. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Um, no. Nah. Felder. Um, Felder. Uh, who else? I, I would F- Fedor would have been the big, I would have known about Fedor, and, but he um, was, Islam. he's more Russian as well. Yeah, but yeah, man, that the impact, like at least from an American perspective, like 
seeing Connor and be like, oh my God, like I can't believe this guy literally came from well, it happens, and it happens, then it happens everywhere dollars, in the world, though, know? isn't it? Off, I think off. I, like it's no coincidence. A lot of a lot of um particularly um combat sports, a lot of the combat sports success stories. They're people who've come from a very tough working class background and they've been instilled in a work ethic. And, you know, how many, how many, how many really, really good fighters have you ever seen who have grown up with money or, you know, with privilege? You know what I mean? It's, it's one of those. Nah, he didn't start with money though. Mayweather. His his father was a boxer. They had some form of money. I'm talking about like, I'm talking about like they had like a platform. They wasn't. Well, just I'm, I'm just outright, saying majority you know, of, of the you know, of the fighters out there, right. you know, they come from from less, you know, and it's it's taught mm-hmm. them a work ethic, a drive, and a a real will to succeed. To, you know what I mean? A source, a, a sense of betterment. Yeah, I I, I can understand that. Um, ah, well, yeah. got, got, we, got, we don't talk fights. about we don't talk about physical fights in school. Ah, <laughs> uh, we're, 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 we're not talking about my amateur my amateur days. Because <laughs> we had a guest on um, a few weeks ago, um, and he was, he, I told yeah, you he's yeah, yeah. um, cha- European champion and all that. He used to get in. He was. Uh, he's not from Ireland. He's from the UK. But oh yeah, he I'd get well, in the well fights, it, man. Like almost every day. But again, it, it depends where you're from. Like, um, yeah, because um, even in America, like a lot of people, they don't really like fight or like try to be like man enough or respectable enough to like just throw hands they'll try to like shoot you and stuff like that or stab you um i don't think they really do that in ireland i feel like they have a more respect no one has guns huh well we don't yeah we don't we don't have many guns over here at all i've never seen a gun can you imagine i've never seen a gun in my life yep never it's a different world I just recently, I just recently saw one last year while um, filming. Um, we went out West Virginia, and for one of the scenes, we had to use a real gun. Um, and the way that he used it, it was just like, like I, I heard it. I was like, this is a lot different than what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be louder. I thought it was going like, because the way that it was, they was like, it might make you like nauseous or something like that. Because the um, first time hearing it, like it popping your ears, like, bro. That wasn't that yeah, loud. No. Yeah. So, uh, I wonder, like, um, would you ever come to America just yeah, to experience? Oh, look, I've never like, been a big... Go to, like, a shooting it's not something, something that really... I, I don't feel the urge to, like, have a gun and shoot it. I'm not, really, I'm not really into fast cars. I've never been into cars. Like, it's just one mm-hmm. of those things. I, I lived in America. I lived in Atlanta for nine months, ten months as well. Um Wait. So, what's your dream car? If um, um you don't really like fast cars, what's your dream? Car? Honestly, I'd be happy with a Range Rover Sport. If I get a Range Rover Sport, I'd be happy. 
It ain't bad. Eh? Yeah, I like well, I, I like Jeeps like as well though. Man, so you just um, like I don't need a I don't need a fast sports car. I never have. Never been that flashy with that. Kind of X5, maybe an X5. X5 nah, is a nice car. I want a McLaren. I want a McLaren. Wait, so I bet, well, oh, I'll probably had, take a Bentley Continental. That would be my car. My car. So you just like go big or go home. I'm yeah, you know, really you just asked me, so I'm giving an honest answer. Car. Any car, I just have any Continental. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice car, man. That's a, just it, because well, I need. To, oh, well, I need to get the car though. first, man. So let's not let's imagine. not think about crap. Even have the car, eh? <laughs> yeah, man. Um. What's the most expensive gift you ever gotten? Ever gotten? Yeah. Like it could be either price or like emotional. Like the gift was like something that impacted you emotionally. Like it was one of those things in life where you're just like, I'm so glad I got this. I've never been asked a question like that before or, in my life. This means a lot to um, me. Well, if you want to, if you honestly, if we want to be honest and talk like recent times to my memory, um, probably a guy in my community called Irish, coincidentally, he's actually American. He pretty much, pretty much in the space of three weeks, um, <laughs> when I was on Xbox streaming on Xbox, he he basically donated. He pretty much ended up donating most of the money through donations and gifted subs to buy me the PC that I'm on now. Um, he ended up getting all the parts because I said, look, you just get the parts, man, because he, he was he's into building PCs. And honestly, I, I wouldn't be on this trajectory with GTA RP and, and streaming. And if it wasn't for getting a PC, and I can pretty much attribute getting a PC largely down to him. So I guess that's probably the, the most sentimental and valuable gift anyone's given me. Yeah. To be honest, um, because that was a pretty, a pretty big. Uh, uh, no, although Did it make you cry? since I've become a dad, I have become a lot more emotional, man. I used to be, I used to be the most emotional type, but I'm a lot more sentimental now. Very empathetic. My uh, um. The most, like, in my opinion, the most expensive gift I've gotten um, was when I was in ninth grade, one of my classmates who I wasn't, like, the best of friends with. We were just, like, if anything, like, we were friends, but we almost were acquaintances. Like, it was that close. Like, and so on my birthday, she got me, like, a um, a glass bottle, but she put, um, like, my Zodiacs on it. Like, um, which was an Aries, she put like Zodiac acrylics on it and stuff like that. And I was just sitting there like, you didn't have to do all this. Thank you. Because it was beyond her having to spend her money for it. It was the fact that she went out of her way to neatly oh, put right. all of this on here. And it, it wasn't even like, I mean, it wasn't printed on there. It was handcrafted, like painted on it yeah and it was just it like, basically said look i, I actually you, give yeah. a shit here you know mm-hmm. like it, it's moments like that that i live for like i don't 
look for the biggest jesters because at the end of the day, um, every day is a promise. And so I try to look at like the even the smallest things, like they, they mean so much. Especially like especially when you're young and when you get older, it's just, it's just like I need this, I need that because I need to be able to pay my bills or something like that. Yo, it's some people that can't even buy a house oh, yeah, to even sure. be able to get the chance to pay bills. Like, I, I just try to take those moments and be like, my life is so much better than it could be. I mean, not so much better than it could be. So much better. Yeah, yeah so much better than it could be. Like, because I could be anyone at any given moment. Like, I could be that person under the bridge that's homeless. I could be the person that's an orphan. I could be the person that's, um, that both my parents died right in front of me and I, I couldn't do anything about it. I could be that person in jail, but instead I'm this person with both my parents in my life. I have a roof over my head. I have my family and that loves me and stuff like that. Like I, I look at those moments and be like, these are the best things that could happen, you know? Like, no matter what else happens in life, as long as I have my foundation, like, the support groups that I have, the mental capacity of, it could be so much worse. Like, that just got... It's a good attitude. It's a good outlook on life, to be honest, dude. Yeah. Because... It's a, it's a lot of people that could go over, and we were talking about this earlier with Twitter, like, dude, uh, just quit because it isn't going their way. Yo, you know how many people can't even afford a PC? Like, it's people that can't even afford the stream. People can't even afford the internet, man. It's people that can't even afford their, their next meal. You know what I mean? It's, you know, it's perspective, but not everybody has it, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, um, one thing, like, I don't know if you've uh, been keeping up with the politics and stuff. Yeah, like that, right, 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 right. Have you heard of the, the on, attack yeah. on the Capitol? Uh, yeah, like, that alone, it just showed the amount of privilege people have. Because the Black Lives Matter protesters, they were peaceful. Like, granted, it was some people that weren't actually part of the protest. They were doing illegal stuff just to make them look bad. But Look at that, and then look at what happened on the at the Capitol, where people who had guns were killing people were escorted out and escorted inside of the building. They did whatever they wanted. They stole stuff. They weren't apprehended. Like the amount of privilege showed there, just alone, could show you that the quote unquote "all lives matter" that means absolutely nothing. At the end of the day, like you can't say all lives matter, and then I'm getting shot for walking down the street, and you just stole something, and you're giving, you're getting water, and you're getting escorted out without. Yeah, and again, look, without getting too much like, into politics or anything like that, to be honest, um, perspective, man, you know, a lot of people don't understand because they've they haven't been unfortunate enough to walk through another person's shoes, you know, um, and it's sad, um. It's sad that people can't see the bigger picture, the humanitarian picture, you know, but some people just don't get life and, you know, I don't know. Like, um, 
I asked my teacher because uh, she's white. She's like mid thirties, I think. And so I asked her like, when did she when did she realize she had privilege? And she said um, when she was younger, and like she's tried her best to make sure that she's not one of those people that are using her privilege in like the wrong ways, like doing them to do things illegally or et cetera. And like she'll accept when people tell her things because it's not all about her or it's not that she's better. It's about the fact that she needs to learn how to be a better person without being like, man, shut up. Um, uh, Like you don't know what you're talking about type stuff, you know? No, you're you're okay, dude. I'm sorry for going on a little rant, man. Um, hey, Samaria, what was the best gift you ever got? I think she did. Me, bro? Are you scrolling on Discord right now? No, 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 I'm not. I'm not scrolling on Discord. (laughs) Yeah, you. <laughs> Your mouse just clicking is like okay. Um, I'm fine. Okay. G Fuel. Fuel? Nah, I'm waiting for I'm them to come not. sponsor me, okay. man. Um, not yet. Not yet. I ain't, I ain't big enough for G Fuel yet. I just bought some. I just bought some. Someday. I've never been a huge energy first drinker. Time ever, I've just never some. been even. Um, the I mean, pre. And... Yeah, I just don't really like them, but uh, they put me to sleep. I mean, I used to. Have you mean the, uh, the come down? So hopefully, G Fuel doesn't do the same. Um, so you're talking about when you have it, the initial hit, and then afterwards it puts you to wait, sleep? What? Oh, okay, okay. No, the yeah. initial hit does nothing for me. I, I I think it's something with my body where, like, energy drinks put me to sleep, and, like, things that are supposed to put me to sleep wake me up. Wait, coffee, coffee. Like, I could take, like... um. I can take like yeah, well, I, I only started drinking coffee. I don't like coffee. 20s to stay awake for exams. That was it. Never liked it before. Yeah, I'm, yeah I don't like, drink coffee I've for, tried the, for the taste it, myself. It tastes disgusting. I've tried. My, like, unless it's medicine, like, that can help me, I don't want it. And as if, as a streamer, like, if I was to go and drink, like, an energy drink to, like, stream water, I'd go to sleep on stream. Like faster than I would normally, because um, I guess it's because my metabolism. Like I, I digest it so fast. Like I could drink an energy drink, and within like five minutes, I'll be asleep. Like it's it's that fast, crazy. Like I was, um, because I do band, and so when I was playing, I was um, I was fading away because we just drank an energy drink like five minutes before. And I come back and I'm playing and I'm like dozing off mid practice, and so I was like, "Bro, I gotta wake up." Like, I've never been a huge energy drinker. I've never, never enjoyed. The only thing I've ever had is pre workout when I was in the gym a lot when I played rugby, um, and even at then, you know, only certain pre workouts did anything for you. You know what I mean? Um, but you definitely know when it kicks in. You definitely know when something's happening. You get the kind mm-hmm. of tingles and the, the kind of white spots, you know. I wouldn't really take too much of it either. Even now, I I would never drink yeah. a Red Bull or anything. I just I just stay away from it. Yeah, well, it also gives you heart attacks. It gives you wings, though. 
Well, um, no, I'm being I'm being overdramatic here. You know what I mean? Wait, seriously? But uh, you know, it's got well, a lot of caffeine, a lot it, of sugar. Never, you know, so I don't know. I can't imagine it's the best thing to be drinking if you need it. You know, um, there are better ways, in my opinion, to to give yourself a, a perk up. You know, but each to their own. You know, what works for one person doesn't work for the next. You know. Yeah. Um, I worked for. What a was your job before streaming? Alcohol wholesaler and distributor, and then I moved on from that to a craft beer agency. So basically, we owned the distribution rights for craft breweries around Europe, Ireland, and we had some American breweries on our books and. Uh, yeah, we had the, the the rights to them in Ireland, so we sold them in Ireland. Um, would you ever would you have ever worked for Proper Twelve? I mean, would I've worked for them? Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, have I ever had a, a any Proper Twelve? No. Um, would I be McGregor's biggest fan? To be honest, no. Um, but you know. At the end of the day, no, that's just crazy. If what you, you ever saw about? him on the streets, would you fight him? No, Why would... just cause. Like you, you never had that issue. I don't, you just go, I don't have any reason to fight him, and, and two, he's gonna knock I, me I out in point five seconds anyway. So, I don't mind. I won't even see his punch coming. But you got the weight on him. You know the power. Yeah, well, he, yeah. Like I mean, buck, the only, like no, not a chance. Yeah. He wouldn't even see his hands, man. You blink, you know, and you wouldn't even see it. <laughs> yeah, well, you got to get into him to pick him up first. He'd punch me before I got pick near him. Up. True. <laughs> no, you said Wait, Conor so McGregor. you never fight like a professional fighter. like ever. In the street. Now you're completely changing the context. Oh, what about a professional fighter? I'd fight Conor McGregor in an octagon. I'd happily take it. Wait, what, a, but what like, about a professional that's, fighter? That doesn't mean anything, though. You know what I mean? It just, if anything, it just showcases how big an idiot I am. You know that that's the only thing. You know? Yeah. Well, like, yeah, I, 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 I like, well, I'd be willing to get fight? you know beaten to a pulp in in five seconds for money. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> if that's what it takes. And that's like a house. That's like a house right there. Like hundred k easy. Like, you know, fight or more. You know. <laughs> Tell your wife. You know, baby, we did it. Conor McGregor made us rich. And then she's sitting like, I don't think that thing got to go to a hospital. Conor here, McGregor yeah. broke your face. <laughs> Man, I, I just want one. At least one. Like, if I lose, I don't want to fight anymore. But if I win, bro, I'm going to go on the street. Like, I want to go around fighting, like, and, like, prof professionally. Like, go around and, like, fighting. In my weight class, which is, like, 155, I want to go and fight, like, anybody in the division. And, like, test my skills against them. Um... You know, like build the records and stuff like that. Um, and if uh, what's his name, Damian Maya is still a fighter by the time I join uh, UFC, if I join <laughs> UFC, I want to be the first person to go in his guard. 
Like, uh, like nobody's done it. Like, how dangerous could it really be? You know, like I knock him down or something like that. Is it possible to get out of his guard, and get top mount? Like nobody's ever tried it. Everybody's too scared. <laughs> like even wrestlers that like Kamaru Usman or Kobe Covington, they'll take him down. I mean, no, he'll try to take them down. He'll they'll reverse and they wouldn't even try to wrestle him. Man, I, I just want to try it at least <laughs> once. Just how's that guard at Maya? You know, <laughs> I tap out in the next five seconds. <laughs> we told you not to go on his guard. Wrong with you? The reason everyone else stands up, go in his guard. Man, um. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know what else to ask you, sir. Uh, you got any questions for us? Okay. Where do you see uh, Where do you see yourself in uh, in ten years' time? Okay, I actually just recently made a video <laughs> about that. It's coming out ten years' time, but <laughs> uh, where I see myself in ten years, um, married with at least one kid, um, and if everything goes according to plan. College graduate with a master's degree in business. Um, a business already running. Podcast blown up. YouTube and Twitch and stuff blown up. Or at least somewhere near that. Like, um, getting decent enough numbers to where I can, like, live off of that. And also live off my business so I don't have to work a nine to five. I can work my own hours. And, um, like, close whenever I want. Open whenever I want type stuff. So, yeah, that's why I see myself in 10 years. Because I'll be good 27. Be a good age. I'm about to be 28. So, yeah. And also with at least a um, few professional fights under my belt. Because I, I want to move to Miami. Are you training at the moment? I train under American Top Team. So, after I graduate. No. Um, I've never... Like I, I've tried to do karate once, but uh, couldn't really afford it. And so like, I learned a few things, but a lot of the stuff that I know now have been self-taught. And like me watching videos of um, of Joe Rogan doing like a spinning back kick and like learning that technique of it and doing yeah, the fundamentals yeah. and punching. There's punching a lot of resources stuff right like there, that. I guess. Uh, but that's never, the great thing like, about YouTube now. You can, you can pretty much find anything you need to know about anything on YouTube, some person's doing a tutorial for it these days. Yeah, like, it's this, um, it's a video I plan on uploading soon where I'm, um, I'm basically saying like, I want to do MMA. Like, I really want to do it. And it's me it, putting on, like, boxing gloves and, like, um, fighting, like, some friends and stuff like that, like, just going to the body and then the video of me and my brother wrestling and, like, him choking me out or me choking him out and stuff like that. Like, well, did, like I really, really want to do it. 100%. Like, the sooner you start, a, the better, you know, chance you'll give yourself for anything, you know? Same with anything. Because mm -hmm. my dad doesn't want me to do <laughs> it. <laughs> he wants me to become a lawyer um, and use my brain. Well, if you don't want to be a lawyer, then don't be a lawyer. But do, a you know, if it's something you both want to do, do, do both, you know? Like, because I like the goals and stuff that I have is just like they're reachable, but they're not sensible. <laughs> like nobody in their right mind would be like, 
bro, you're gonna be well, look as long as yeah, you money and you people have goals. Fight. The thing that differentiate so, people from their goals and people who actually achieve them is the is the work ethic, mm-hmm. you know. So um you can have as many goals as you want, which mean nothing exactly unless you're actually willing to work, you know, until you get them. Uh, and we discussed that earlier on and that's the dictating factor. If if you really want something, you'll find a way. Like we like we said. Because hmm. in twenty eight, I, I, I should be near, approaching my prime. Like, isn't like prime like thirty plus? Depends on what, what capacity like you're talking. I guess you know it's prime? your prime is all subjective as well, man. You know, somebody's prime it's it's whatever they're feeling themselves. You know, who's uh. You know, who else can dictate when you're feeling your best or doing your best, you know? If you're talking from an athletic perspective, that's a different thing because yeah. obviously you're talking about a biological clock that you've no control over. But general life and general wellness and mental health and, and physical health, I mean, who's to say when your prime is unless, uh, other than you, you know what I mean? When do you think Yoel Romero will stop out of his prime? That's I don't know question, I when he starts losing a cu- when he loses a couple times when he starts losing consistently because he's lost twice in a row now and yeah he, he's he, in Bellator he, now he, he's but the dude I mean, is like forty yeah but he's still a freak but still... yeah I don't know man like I was talking about how Max Holloway was a freak bro. Max is 29. Like Batista, man. Well, it's 40, like 43, 44. Like, this man. Yeah, he's 43. Soldier of God, Yoel Romero. Like, this is somebody like, like, Darren Till, like, he steadily jokes, like, he's never going to fight um, <laughs> Yoel because he's scared of him. Bro. I don't, I don't care how much money you pay me. I'd still fight him. <laughs> Like I, I just want. Oh, you? Oh, what do you mean? Even yeah, if, even I, if get I get knocked, knocked out, man, come on. It's just like, bro, it's a big if. If if I manage to see his punches before he throws them, because he's one eighty five, bro. I got the I got the speed advantage. Hopefully, <laughs> I got the speed advantage. Um, I know he'll have the power advantage. Um, You've I have got the, the delusion. You have the experience. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always got to have some delusion, you know. I got the ankle picks, hopefully. Um, I know the Olympic wrestler over there, so hopefully my ankle picks can work. <laughs> um, I know kicking his leg won't work. He'll kick me back. <laughs> It'll hurt. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm start, now that I'm thinking about it, I, I think I might have a better time with Mike Tyson, who I also want to have a fight with one day. Um, a lot of people have told me he'd kill me. Um, but you know, big money fight, with Mike Tyson. Um, he's old. That's that's my selling card. He's old. I can hit him in the body. Look with that. Could probably go now. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't even like, yeah, bro. You could do. Good luck with that. You know. Yeah, but um. Yeah, that's about it, man. Um, not, not, thanks, not man. Well, man. Thanks for having me. And uh, you know, maybe very, very maybe we can do this again in, um, in the, you know, maybe at the end of the year or down the road, you know, this year, or, you know, see where we're both at and have a catch up podcast. That'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that's oh, sweet. Okay. You'd be the um third guest that we've planned this for. Um because uh, the first guest he wanted to do a vi- mm-hmm. uh, virtual, mm-hmm. not virtually, visual. Like we could all see each other in a studio. Mm-hmm. And then um the MMA kid, cool. uh, we want to have him. Yeah, on well, I can well, certainly look fight. from a Twitch perspective. And look, and here's so, the thing: I know you're you're immersed in the world that I uh, interact in, so I see a lot of you anyway. Um, so you'll you'll see the progress yourself. But hopefully, yeah, uh, hopefully this this big update that's coming for GTA or Piers is going to be huge, and we could see a new uh, a new boom. So who knows what this year could bring for for streamers of GTA or P on No Pixel this year? You know. Uh, fingers crossed anyway. yeah, exactly uh, but again thanks for coming on um, I know a lot of like a, a lot of people won't like even a year yeah. like a lot of people won't even bother to take the time to come on you know so you don't have to I, I appreciate what you're like, trying to do I'll I appreciate you're you, like, you're so trying to do something yourself it's, here you know and uh, we've all got to look out for each other and I just appreciate you uh reaching out to me man i have this this thing anybody who who takes the time to reach out to me uh, i'll always try and reach back you probably see that on my twitter as well i literally comment respond to every response i can you know it's just it's just the way i am and it's the way i think more people should be um you know if people are going to put their their time and effort in a day to contact you why shouldn't you give that back to them if you have a chance to you know yeah, hundred percent. Now, look, I get to. A, I understand it gets to a stage where people get to a size where it's actually physically impossible to respond to everybody. But I'm not near that, so you know, I'll continue to to holler back to everybody who who bother who takes any time to to, to say hello or support or contact. You know, because I think it's the right thing to do. You know. Yeah. Um, thank you all for watching. If you liked and enjoyed this podcast, make sure to share it out to your peoples. Um, and go follow Bosch Merchant over on Twitch. It's coming. Uh, I'm, Twitter, I'm coming up and, and I'm an up and coming, baby. You have an Instagram. They're all the same. Yeah, all the same handle. <laughs> but they're all the same handle, right? Uh, Bosch Merchant. B-O-S-C-H-M-E-R-C-H-A-N-T. Um, thanks again. We'll see you all later uh, with a non-guest podcast. You know how that goes.